gonna do us some theme music really quick. Welcome to the Out Loud and Awkward Podcast, where one grown man sits in his own basement and talks about things that he loves. I'm your host, Richard, and with me today is a special guest, Colin Vaughn. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it's been a while since you've been on this podcast. I think it was episode five. It probably was. It was back yeah. when Christian was still on. Yeah. But Christian also hasn't been on the episodes for a little bit. So yeah. It's it only was. been a short bit. He's dearly missed. Yeah, it, he is. Rest he in died. peace. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you know how we start this episode or these podcasts off. Uh, another note that I want to mention is for people last week that were obviously waiting because obviously we're recording it today, but I didn't upload an episode. Mm. So I'm actually switching my upload schedule and it's going to be more bi-weekly just because doing it by myself is stressing me out a little. <laughs> so I was like, I'll just do it by myself because I got the stream going on. I have to upload videos on YouTube and everything and edit this and make sure I have content to put up for the podcast. So I was like, I'll just switch to bi-weekly and I'll be fine with it. I don't care. Why are you so busy? I know. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't help it. And I have a kid. I can't, I can't do everything. Uh, but you know how we start this podcast off. What have you, my dear friend, been up to? And don't give me the boring stuff like Christian would say. <laughs> well, um, I think one of the biggest highlights I did, I finished a, a campaign on Total War uh, Warhammer, the first one. That campaign took me 30 hours to complete. Oh, jeez. Yeah, as the dwarves. Oh, God. One race, one map. Is that the one hours. that uh, like Henry Cavill is wanting to help produce a TV series of? I don't is know. Is it Warhammer? I can't remember what it was. I don't know. I all I can tell you really about it is that it's it gives me Lord of the Ring vibes without Lord of the Rings. Um, uh, it's it starts out turn based strategy game, and then whenever you go to battles, it turns to a actual real time strategy deal where you control your armies, huh. set their formation. It's very fun. It's my very strategic. It sounds like yeah. It's, it's like one of one of my top style genre of games. Interesting. And yeah, I love it to death. <laughs> I have heard a lot about that game, but I haven't actually played it myself at all. So. Super good. Super good. You Got been, on sale. You been doing anything else? I watched a little bit of JoJo, uh, part. Six. What part are we on? Six. Yeah. yeah you're part six. <laughs> part six. <coughs> um, I finished the first two episodes of Bad Batch season two. Super Ooh. good. Super Season good. Season three or episode three came out today. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't either. I'm going to tomorrow. Yeah, um, that's when I plan to watch it. So far, I'm impressed. I yeah. like the I art like it. style. You, it's so crazy. I actually saw a TikTok. I, I, I didn't even catch it, but like just looking at where the art style of like the Clone Wars animation is now versus where it started mm -hmm. is so totally different. Like obviously, like you watch like the movie, the Clone Wars movie mm -hmm. animated. And, like, their hair didn't move. It was stiff. They looked like toys, pretty much. Yeah. And then now you, like, look at it, and their hair moves. Like, Hunter has, like, a scarf, and it moves with the wind. And, like, it just looks so much better yeah. to watch in general. That's and it's, it's, it's really interesting. Yeah, especially with, you know, uh, predecessors predecessors of animation like Toy Story, the way it was even oh, back, yeah. back in the early 2000s. 96 uh, is when it came out, and it looked... Uh, Oh, was like it 96? Yeah, I the it was dog. I was actually, I think it was earlier than 96. And, like, the dog uh -huh. just looked really bad <laughs> compared <laughs> to, like, what the dogs look like now in Disney animation. So, yeah, it's 
it's pretty cool to see how that art style or mm-hmm. animation style has changed over the years mm-hmm. and like what Dave Filoni has it as now versus what it was. Yeah. And I had a discussion with someone about today. Um, one of the things that I do have a problem with right now is that everything good that's happening with Star Wars is in between Clone Wars or Empire. Yes. You, there has not been anything good that has taken place in between the sequels, after the sequels, or anything. Obviously, you haven't had anything after the sequels. Well, in between the sequels, you have Mandalorian. Uh, that's true. Because that, that, that takes place right after the fall of Emperor Palpatine and Darth Vader. Like, that's, like, directly after. Yeah. And so that's, like, really the only good bit that we've really had. Yeah, that's so true. Far. Yeah, but it still <laughs> it still holds on to the Empire's hand yeah, so oh yeah, heavily. Yeah, it does. It yeah, does. Because, I mean, you got Grand Moff Gideon, uh-huh. who's, like, very much the new Emperor kind of bastard guy. Gustavo. Yeah, Gustavo <laughs> Fring. <laughs> Anything else you've been doing? Um, I, s- I need to get back on God of War, uh, oh, the first one, 2018. Yeah. I need to do that. Um. I can't think of anything else that stuck out to me that I've done so far besides play with you guys on Fortnite. Yeah. I played Police Simulator last night as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's really about it. Not not too much anything going crazy. Well, I know for me, same with The Bad Batch. I've been watching that constantly. Uh, I rewatched Empire Strikes Back because I always end up <laughs> going back and just rewatching that over mm-hmm. and over again. I don't know why. I just love it. Uh, what else have I been doing? There was a... TV series called Alice in Borderlands that I had heard a little bit about, and it's a Japanese TV series, but it's like a over-dramatized version of these people who get pulled into this other world where they have to play these games and survive and collect cards, and like the different cards have like different kind of games, so like a spade is like more of a physical game, and a hearts game is like it pulls at your heart and like your mind and everything and then a diamond is definitely more like critical thinking i can't remember what the club was exactly i think it was trust but i can't remember and you have to collect these cards and i'm on like season two episode eight i think that's all they have out right now and pretty much these people are trying to collect these cards to get back to their world it's kind of interesting to watch but it's definitely not one that i would recommend to everybody because it's (laughs) <laughs> it's a little strange sometimes, but it is fun. Um, huh. What else have I been doing? I think that's really about it. I mean, I've been watching It's Always Sunny again. Mm. Oh, and I've been playing the new Ratchet and Clank game, but mm. I'll get – it's not even really new because it's two years old now, but wow. I'll get into it in my list. It's in my list I of figured. stuff. Um, <laughs> what else? I think that's pretty much it. So do you want to – hop into the big meaty section the big meaty claws <laughs> <laughs> absolutely of <laughs> uh, this episode do you want to go first or do you want me to i'll explain everything but i just didn't know which order you wanted to go in do i look like the host okay i'll go first, I'll go first. <laughs> so uh what we're talking about today on today's episode obviously from the title you probably already figured it out but it's our pretty much our top three game franchises that we constantly go back to and probably play the most of mm-hmm. and that we've loved the story overall and just the gameplay mechanics of how it goes <clears throat> so obviously i'm gonna go first um my first one and this is a pretty obvious one. It's one that I talk about pretty often, or at least I feel like I talk about it pretty often. It's Uncharted, oh. which it's a PlayStation exclusive. <laughs> and that's the other thing is I had three, but they were all three PlayStation exclusive <laughs> games. And I went, 
oh god i really need to <laughs> like i like other games that aren't playstation exclusive so i'll like i'll just ditch one of them and leave the other two but mm -hmm. uh uncharted it it started in 2017 ran to about 2016 was when the uncharted 4 came out uh there's only four main games in the series there's i think a couple of tie-in comics that like go before the first uncharted but i haven't actually read those or like looked into any of them so the games are drake's fortune among thieves uh drake's deception and then thieves in is the last one and like i said those span from 2007 to 2016 and i loved all of them um among thieves is by far my favorite one it's the second one that came out <clears throat> it came out in 2009 and just the graphics alone, I thought, was, like, a huge jump from, like, 2007 to 2009 for whatever reason. I was like, holy crap. Like, <laughs> the gameplay was so much better. The gunplay felt a lot easier to maneuver. And just the action sequences were so much fun. Uh, and it was – I think it was this – I have here that it was the second highest rated PlayStation 3 game of the time – like, on the PS3. So <laughs> – I think that's pretty awesome. I didn't know that. I think it was, like, second to, like, Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas. Oh, wow. I think San Andreas was – I don't know if it was San Andreas or – what was number four? Was number uh, four San Andreas? No. No, four Vice. is just GTA 4. It was Vice City, San Andreas, three, and two and one, I guess. Okay. Uh, well, I think it was, e it was either four or San Andreas was, like, one of the highest rated PlayStation 3 games. Um, but what Uncharted is, just to explain, it's a third-person action – third person? <laughs> I can't talk. Uh, action shooter adventure game. Uh, I mean, it started on the PlayStation 3, and it was developed by Naughty Dog. Uh, and if you don't know – I mean, Naughty Dog were the people who created The Last of Us, which was another amazing <laughs> game. I don't like the second Last of Us as much, but mm. the first one was absolutely... I don't know if you've gotten a chance to play The Last nope. of Us, but if you get a chance to play it, it's really good. Uh, and they also created Jack and Dexter, which a lot of people say Jack and Dexter are better than Ratchet and Clank, but I like Ratchet and Clank more. Ra Jack and Dexter are a little bit more explicit sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, they, th they throw in a little bit more innuendos than Ratchet and Clank does. Mm. Um, <coughs> but it follows the hero, uh, Nathan Drake... Basically going on like Indiana Jones type adventures just to find treasure and defeat the bad guys. And I think the characters like in the game besides just Nathan Drake, because you had like Elena, Solly, Chloe, and Sam. Sam was his brother in the fourth one, and Elena is his like love interest in the games. And like seeing those characters like over time like progress and like evolve into like different characters and like the character development overall was amazing in those games and seeing like drake go from like this guy who literally just wanted to get money and get rich quick and like follow the uh was it sir nathan it's sir nathan drake was like who his idol kind of was who was a pirate um that sailed the seas and he had a saying i can't remember what it was but what was it from small begin or greatness from small beginnings that's what it was and he had like on a ring and i actually had the ring at one point but i have no idea where the ring went <sighs> now and i'm so sad <coughs> and i mean i love it so much i got me a nathan drake statue back here i've never noticed that yeah. <laughs> i also have a little funko pop of nathan drake too oh uh, good grief <laughs> but like the the uncharted series was by far one of my favorite, and I actually didn't get into it in 2017. I didn't get into it until 2009 when I played the second one mm. before the first one. 
Okay. And <clears throat> I did that because one of my dad's friends owned the second one and let me borrow it. And so I played through it, and I was like, oh, my God, I love this game. I need to play the other one now. And so I went back and played the first one. I didn't like it as much, again, because obviously when you play the second one, they <laughs> they clearly, like, advance certain things in it and, like, story and everything. Like, they have a clearer vision on where they kind of want to take things after the first one. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so I didn't like the first one as much as the second one, but it was still equally as good and i think i mean i don't know if i mean clearly you've probably never played these but if you ever mm. get a chance to also play the uncharted series i highly recommend it they are a good story it's just they're kind of long and tedious sometimes Great. but they're, they are fun they're a good play is it on steam i think they might have a collector's edition on steam oh but i, I cannot that. i'm not i'm not certain i'll have to look that up yeah I'll if it, it is yeah if it is i'll look at it because i mean <laughs> I don't know much about it, and the way you explained it, I think I'd be interested in it. I don't see why I would be yeah. against it by any means. Because I think, because I mean, obviously they put God of War 2018 on Steam and mm-hmm. Epic Games and on PC, mm-hmm. and so I think they're slowly starting to like turn like PlayStation exclusive games, and they're like, well, after a while, we'll throw them back on the PC. That way, PC players also get a chance. Way to catch up with the Xbox bozos. Yeah, no, <laughs> the world. <laughs> Took them long enough, jeez. Yeah, no kidding. I've had, uh, I haven't had a PlayStation since the PlayStation Two. I've gotten every single one of them, and yeah. I mean, obviously, I got the new PlayStation Five. I've had from the PlayStation. Actually, my first console was a PS Two, mm, okay. and so I've had PS Two, PS Three, PS Four, PS Five, and Cheyenne has a PlayStation One. So I have all mm. generations of PlayStation. I'm just a PlayStation snob. Yeah, of course. Honestly. Uh, it wasn't even my first console I played <laughs> on, though, because I actually played on a GameCube first, but the first one I owned was a PS2. But, hmm. um, but yeah, I loved the Uncharted series. Great game, great characters. I love the story. I love how it ended. I'm glad that they haven't really tried to push any more money out of that franchise. I'm glad they kind of let it die out a little bit. I mean, besides the movie, that was not very good, and I honestly wished it would would have been better. But... Oh, it did come out? Yeah, the one oh. with Tom Holland. I didn't know it came out. I thought yeah. they were still making it. it. It was okay, but it's just not what I wanted from a Uncharted series. And it was kind of sad because Tom Holland also loves Uncharted. Mm. And so I was like, I was hoping that maybe he was going to like try to like force more of a good story out of it. But yeah. You know, it's fine. He can only do so much. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <coughs> so what do you have up first? So like I mentioned to you before we started this, um, I had a 3.5 that I will just touch on very shortly. Um, just because I have not fully played the franchise, but um, my uh, number 3.5 would be the Total War Warhammer franchise. Um, I think it's, it goes by a different name, but I've only played the Warhammer series. And... Um, I just mentioned when we started that I just finished a 30-hour campaign with one race. <laughs> For some reason, like this last weekend, I was going to go to church on Sunday, but the night before, I stayed up till 4 a.m. thinking I was about to finish a game in an hour. Um, <laughs> four hours later, I still didn't finish it, looked at the clock, and That's I was like, surprise. yeah, it's time to go to bed. <laughs> but um, I've always I've always liked the real time strategy genre. Not crazy about turn based strategy. There are games like Civilization. Not yeah. crazy about. It's good. It's fine. But Warhammer makes me kind of like the turn based because even you get a break from that. You can go into an actual real battle, control formations, um, pretty much be in full control of your whole army. Um, and I'm going to start Total Warhammer Two next up. 
whenever I get a chance, which probably won't be for a while, mm. <laughs> so I can finish some other games first. Um, but I definitely want to play as a different race. I play as the dwarves, and it was super fun. Nothing but great greatness there. Um, <laughs> but done with that. Uh, to go to number three, <laughs> it's funny that uh, it was mentioned before. As a Naughty Dog developed game, I would have to go with Jack and Daxter. Look at that. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Um, with Jack and Daxter, I don't remember the titles of the games. I know there was Jack. There was three of them, right? Well, yeah, there was, well, was actually four. Because there was like a racing one. Or yeah, something. it was Jack X for the racing one. But yeah. the first one is like something about the precursor, I believe. I cannot remember. I think the second one is just called Jack 2. Yeah, and I think Jack 3 is just Jack something. 3. I, I yeah. think it might have had an actual working title, but I don't know. It was probably – never mind. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> I was going to make the joke that Christian always makes, but I chose not to. Which one? The – one from the Weekly Planet. He always makes the joke about the working title being Blue Harvest. I don't understand that. <laughs> so you got well, me beat. Well, the working title for the first Star Wars is Blue Harvest. Oh, okay. And so the Weekly Planet always makes that joke. And then Christian has now been constantly making that joke. So it's, it was stuck in my head when I said working title. <laughs> so go ahead. I didn't mean to make the joke, but it's already happened now. <laughs> That's okay. Um, going back to Jack, I, you know... Jack 1 was pretty basic from what I remember. I haven't touched those games in years, but I think they still hold a pretty solid memory. Why they have not remastered, why they have not rebooted the series is beyond me. Yeah, that that is pretty strange because, I mean, I remember enjoying it, but I remember I liked Ratchet mm -hmm. and Clank more because that was the one that I always kind of drew towards. Yeah. <clears throat> but they were very similar games and mm -hmm. kind of gameplay mechanics. Mm -hmm. And from what I remember, Jack was obviously a little bit more... Edgy. Yeah, edgy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, and the, the way it evolved from game to game was actually really impressive thinking about it now because, I mean, when you first started the first game, it was a basic platformer, some action buttons that you could kick or do a, or a punch. Yeah. Um, pretty basic overall in a weird kind of, I would say, rural future yeah, type setting. kind of how it was set, I think. Yeah. From, but from memory, I think that you would think you're right. Yeah, but then you get to Jack 2, and it you – what was the startup? You go through some kind of portal, and you get set to this dystopian future setting. Um, and mind you, all these games are open world as well. That's really strange for a PlayStation 2 game. Yeah, yeah. They were good-sized worlds. I mean, even when you got to Jack 2, the world, were, the world was alive. There were citizens. There were cars that float. It was like how we imagined cars being when we got to this age. Like yeah, cars didn't yeah, have wheels, flown in the sky. I mean, it was it was crazy, and it was super cool. Um, Jack Three built on that even further somehow. They added <laughs> a desert environment, but they actually gave you like like buggies to race with. You could do tricks on them. Some had guns on them. It was super cool. Yeah. And then they added, you know, they still had the dystopian future city, but they changed up the guards, how they worked, and they added uh, like this um, almost like a constant war. Every time there was like a, a pinpoint between the civilized part of the city, and then. I can't think of what those. I don't. Want, I don't think they were aliens. I think they were. Um, I can't think I of what they were. Like I cannot remember. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I didn't play it very often, but I played it a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it had to do something with the the precursor stuff. Yeah. Um. But I mean, <laughs> even with that, uh, you would see the guards of the city fight the aliens back, and they keep pushing back and forth within and back and forth the city. Yeah. It was like pretty dynamic and kind of ahead of its time. And just to mention, like going from. You know, just the first Jack, just being a basic platformer. When we get to two and three, it almost becomes a third-person shooter. Oh, yeah. And 
because I mean, I'll obviously mention Ratchet and Clank later on, but mm-hmm. I feel like the first Jack and Dexter and the first Ratchet and Clank are very similar mm-hmm. in like certain ways, and then you could totally tell that Jack and Dexter went, "Yeah, we don't want to be like Ratchet and Clank, so let's let's go towards this way." And Ratchet and Clank stayed towards like the more cartoony, like funny, kid friendly kind of stuff, mm-hmm. which Jack and Dexter was still pretty kid friendly, but it was definitely more edgy and like more violent and gun violent a little bit. Though. Oh yeah, <coughs> and. Yeah. Ratchet and Clank eventually started to pull towards that way at one point, and I'll mention that because that's by far my favorite version of Ratchet and Clank games. I have the I have the name of it as well. Oh, I, I have to remember because I've only played one of them. I didn't finish it. I know that I got stuck at one part. But anyways, I mean <laughs> that's really all I have for Jack and Dexter. Really, I was I was debating on doing that or Sly. Oh, Sly Cooper. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that yeah. was Insomniac Games too. Was it? I think so. I think Insomniac helped develop. Which I'm going to talk about in the <laughs> game next. Uh, I think they did. I can't remember, though. I think it, they might not have. Mm. I honestly cannot recall. Well, I, I, guess, I guess the only thing that, like, put Jack and Daxter over Sly is just because I feel like I feel like there's something more special about Jack and Daxter. Mm-hmm. I know emotionally my dad played it a lot. Yeah. He was really into it, and he would – He'd have to help me control my <laughs> anger on Jack too, <laughs> because it was so angering. And that game is hard. It is oh, brutal. Yeah, no, it is. I agree. <laughs> yeah. So he had to go in and save me and <laughs> finish the Any levels. of those old school games that came out from like 2001 <laughs> to like almost 2005, because you had like Ratchet and Clank, Sly Cooper, Jack and Dexter, uh, Crash Bandicoot. Like, all of those games mm-hmm. had some of the hardest levels because they were, like, 2D platformers. And, uh-huh. like, your box to hit sometimes was so messed up that you could, like, hit the edge of a mountain but then slide yes. right on off. And you would just get pissed. I, yeah. I, I remember I would scream at <laughs> Crash Bandicoot constantly <laughs> because he would miss a freaking plank of wood. And I would just die. And I would have to restart the map all over again. And I would just scream and mm-hmm. be like, I'm done. I can't do it. I, I, like, there are so many times where I didn't finish those kinds of games because I would get pissed. As a 24-year-old, <laughs> I did not finish Crash Bandicoot <laughs> because I got pissed. <laughs> Even when they like re-released it and like they updated it and like yeah. some of the hitboxes were a little bit better, mm-hmm. I still couldn't. Yeah. It was harder then for mm-hmm. whatever reason. Yeah. No. And I was like, I can't, I can't beat this game. I'm just done. I could not. Yeah, I got through the halfway through the second one. I was like, yeah, this is awful. I'm not <laughs> yeah, playing I'm through the rest this. of this. Yeah, <laughs> I got so tired of it. I spent, I spent so long the first one. Yeah. Forget oh yeah, it. I don't blame you. Um, uh, so I'm gonna go with my next one, which is Ratchet and Clank, <laughs> which is very much similar to Jack and Dexter. Uh-huh. Um, it came out. It started coming out 2001. So I think a year after Jack and Dexter first dropped. Oh. Okay. Um. But it's run. Its latest game was 2021. That was oh. when the latest game came out for it. So it's it's lasted a little bit longer than what Jack and Dexter did. Sadly, uh, it's had 15 games, main games, and I didn't know that. This actually had more than 15 games because there was like four or five mobile games. Really, I didn't know Ratchet and Clank had this many. I knew they had like a like more than 10. But I think there was like about 20 games altogether. But there was like five or so that were. Um, more mobile games or just like handheld games, and so I was like, "That's really interesting to me." I did not know they had so many, but like, apparently these fifteen were like the main line, and the mobile games were kind of more of here's a fun little thing Jeez. that we have of Ratchet and Clank, and uh, they had like 
they have like a whole manga for it apparently in Japan. What? Like a whole like TV series for it. I'm just like, holy crap! I didn't know that they had all of this for Ratchet and Clank. I didn't know it was that much larger than until I like looked all this up. Uh huh. Um, and so because it has 15 games, I'm not gonna sit here and li- list all 15 <laughs> like I did for uh, Nathan or for Uncharted. So I've just listed my top four, the four that I really played the most, which was. The first one, Ratchet and Clank, uh, which came out in two thousand two, and they actually rebooted it because they like released the movie. Okay. Uh, and so they like rebooted it and remastered it, but kind of made it fit more towards the movie. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like that one as much as I did the OG one. Um, but then my next one is Up Your Arsenal. Okay. <laughs> uh, which is where they kind of t- started to go towards more of like the Jack and Dexter kind of thing, but still stayed more on like the cartoony side mm. where they added so many weapons and like upped your like weaponry and like you could hold more weapons as you go through. And like, uh, I know they had like the Warmonger or something, which was just a freaking rocket launcher that you could just shoot and blast out constantly. It was like one of the best weapons in that game. Hmm. If I'm remembering that correctly, but it, it, that one I think is by far like one of the better Ratchet and Clank games. It's the one that most people end up liking, and most of these games have had good reviews. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think they've ever had like a review below like 60 out of like 15 games, which is really good. Wow. Honestly. Yeah. Um, <coughs> my next one is Secret Agent Clank, which is more of a less liked one. But I have it as one of my top ones. It came out in 2008 because this was one of the first ones I played. Okay. Because, uh, like I said, I got into it kind of late playing uh-huh. it. And I played it. It came out on the PS2. It was the last Ratchet & Clank game to be on the PS2. It was on the PS2 and PSP, I think. And I had it on both. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. constantly would play it. Yeah. Because I loved Clank. Clank uh- was my favorite because he's just this weird goofy robot that <laughs> like, acted like he knew everything. Uh-huh. And they even joke about it in the new game, too. Because um, in the new game, he in the old ones, he always spit out facts. Like He always gave you some weird random fact. And it's just like, well, this is pointless fact that I don't need to know about. <laughs> and so he gives a fact in the game, and then one of the characters that you're playing as, Rivet, she goes, is that true? And he goes, well, no, probably not, but you would probably get bored if I didn't just constantly give you random facts. Oh my gosh. And I was like, yep, that's true. <laughs> I, I just love that he always gave you some weird random fact about certain situations. And then I have Rift Apart, which is the newest one. Okay. I, I only put that there because that was what I'm playing right now. Like, I'm still playing it. I'm mm-hmm. trying to 100% it. And all the Ratchet and Clank games that I've played up to this point, I have 100%ed mm. because I just grinded out. The maps weren't really ever that big like even now like in the new one they're still not huge they're very much open world but they're not like gigantic by any means and you just jump around planet to planet and cut off oh okay all right well sorry about that i don't know why it cut that audio but yeah the planets aren't very big so you just kind of like do your own thing and collect the bolts um but it's to explain what it really is for people who don't know because i mean it is a pretty big obviously video game franchise uh, it is a third or pl- er, third person uh, sci- science fiction adventure game. It started on the PS2, and it was developed by uh, Insomniac Games, who is one of my favorite video game developers of all time. They've created some games that I've absolutely loved. First off, being Spyro, <laughs> love Spyro as a kid. That's another game that. As a kid, you'd mm-hmm. get to a certain level and you couldn't beat it, and you'd just get mad and you'd just set your controller down. And you're like, 
I'll just have to come back to this again. I don't care. <laughs> um, Insomniac also created the new Spider-Man game. Yes, super good. Uh, and the new Miles Morales and what's going to be the Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man 2, mm. <coughs> which I'm looking forward to this year. Yeah. Looking really forward to that. They also created um, a game called Resistance. I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's set more during like World War II type era. Ooh. And aliens are invading Earth. Ooh. It's one of their lesser... Uh, well-received games that they've developed, uh-huh. but it's still a lot of fun. I always enjoyed playing it. I'm not going to dive too deep into it. Um, and then my last one that I have for them is Sunset Overdrive mm. because I love that game, and it was so underrated. So many people dogged it, and I was like, no, it's really fun. Yeah. Like, I actually enjoyed how goofy this game is. Like You get to create like this huge, giant character who... It's just like overtowering, or you can make the smallest possible character you want. Yeah, and it like looks good. <laughs> the story was just super goofy, and I mm-hmm. loved it. And it just like joked on itself, and it joked on other games. And I was like, mm-hmm. I love this actually. And so, oh, honestly, Insomniac games have always created hits for me. I've yeah. always liked the games that they created. And I saw online that maybe they helped in developing or like helped in some way with Jack and Dexter Two. But I don't okay. know if that was actually true or if it was just showing that like as a mistake. I don't know. Because yeah. it didn't show the first one. It just showed the second one. So I was like, that's, Weird. that's really interesting to me. Yeah. Um, But it follows, uh, obviously, Ratchet and Clank as they go through planets stopping evil and fighting like a huge array of villains. Because when you have 15 games, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're going to have a lot of different bad guys. Uh-huh. I mean, the first one starts out with Chairman Drex, who's basically destroying planets to collect certain parts of the planet that he likes to build his own big planet. <laughs> and then you have the, the great evil Dr. Nefarious, who's in almost every installment of this game. And he's just this goofy, evil guy who always gets beat. Like, he's constantly getting beat by this Lombax and robot that he, the robot that won, he helped create. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because huh. he was one of the, crea- he helped create these robots to help the chairman take, a- take over these planets. <laughs> and then Clank was just like a messed up robot <laughs> that was supposed to get junked and he ended up needing Ratchet. <laughs> he's a defective clone. They went clone. on the planets and saved the world many times with the help of... <sighs> Captain Quark. <laughs> What's wrong with Captain Quark? He's just the worst character that somehow always becomes the best character. <laughs> <laughs> he constantly betrays them. He constantly like takes the credit for being a hero from Ratchet and Clank. And then he's just an ass and a goofball. <laughs> but then when he has to do the right thing, he does the right thing. And I'm like, why is he like this? <laughs> I hate him so much that I love him. <laughs> but... No, I love the Ratchet and Clank series. It was definitely one that, as a kid, I played constantly, and I honestly loved. Um, I don't really have anything else on. I felt like I dived really deep into that. <laughs> I feel like my notes are just overtaking me right now. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm no. I'm just, like, adding so much <laughs> into these. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't have much to say because I only played one game, and I don't even remember which one it was. It, <laughs> um, well, you can play the new one. I got the new one. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it looks good. I've seen a little bit on it. It looks super good. I'd like to get into the series, but they 15? A There's a lot into it. Jeez. So that's why I was like, I mean, you can honestly hop into, like, even the new one. And uh-huh. it kind of tells you what's happened in the past. You are a little confused on certain aspects because at one point you do meet Ratchet's dad. 
because hmm. all the Lombaxes are supposed to be dead. He's the last Lombax, and oh, okay. there's like a whole bunch of like little lore into it. But for the most part, if you just want a game to play that's fun and funny, yeah, you can go into it and not know anything about what's going on. Okay, gotcha. <coughs> yeah, that's um, all I really have to say. Well, my number two, <laughs> and I'll get deep with this one. I feel like it's the uh, Halo franchise. Um, very, very deep emotional. Uh, bias for me there. Mm-hmm. Basically, I started on Halo Three, yeah. <laughs> so I missed out on one and two because I didn't own an OG Xbox. I only had uh, a 360. Um, and literally, when I got into it, I was just—it was when I got into YouTube, watching YouTube when I was a kid. It was like 2006 or 2007, uh, and I was watching. I think it was Rooster Teeth, maybe. Rooster Teeth. Yeah, either. Yeah, it's been a long time for me too. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it was them, and maybe some other, maybe Machinima as well, were playing like Halo. A lot of old names. Yeah, yeah, they were playing like Halo multiplayer, and I was seeing like blue Spartans and like all these different colors. I'm like, this looks really cool. I don't know know anything about it. PlayStation themed, obviously. (laughs) I I, it's all Halo is one of those games that I honestly wished I had gotten into more Mm because I played what was it Halo CE. Uh huh. And then it's the one that was always on our school computers that the teachers would constantly delete right after. Yeah. But, like, we everybody would download it. Like, people had it on, like, a flash drive, and you just bring it in, plug in the flash drive, and you pull it up and play <laughs> Halo CE in class uh-huh. like, if you're in a computer lab. And so that was, like, really the only one that I ever played. Okay. But I remember enjoying it. But yeah. Halo was definitely one of the – I played the first one. I think when I got the Xbox One – Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. I, when they remastered like the first three or four games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I played the first two. Yeah. And I really liked it, but I was like, at this point, I was so late into this that I'm like, I don't even want to keep playing these <sighs> right now. No, see, you're missing out because I think it's aged super well for the most part, um, especially with the Master Chief Collection being out. Not, it's had its rough patches for sure, <laughs> but it it's good now. I would say I think it's pretty good. Um, but you know, Halo Three started me out back in 2007. I got my Xbox um, because of you know, like I said, watching those YouTube videos. Yeah. <laughs> I remember getting it, and I was so excited to be like this cool blue Spartan because I was just obsessed <laughs> with the color blue. <laughs> and I get on there, and I'm watching the first cutscene. It's Cortana talking about Halo Two. Doesn't make any sense to me. I didn't <laughs> care. Like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Oh well. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, it literally drops you out of the sky and crashes into the planet. And uh, there's this guy, Sergeant Johnson, who's talking, and I'm like, Johnson. yeah, he's a super <laughs> cool dude. I'll figure that one out <laughs> later. But I was like, man, this guy is significant somehow, but I don't know. But then they pull out this green Spartan. I didn't know there were Spartans at the time either. I thought he was just some kind of green. Green guy. Yeah, green guy. Um, the green guy. <laughs> well, uh, the thing is, I was mad because I was like. <laughs> Where's the blue guy? Exactly. I was like. Why isn't he blue? Can I make him blue? And I looked so hard. I looked through the settings. Yeah, I've done everything. This guy. <laughs> yeah, I wanted him blue so bad. I tried everything. I couldn't figure it out. But I ended up playing through the campaign. I don't know how many times. Oh, and then God. seeing the arbiter come in, I'm like, "What is this thing? Why is this a thing? <laughs> Why are like at first when you first see the arbiter, Chief almost goes and kills him. Uh, that's the first cut scene. I'm just like." What's the beef? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> exactly. And then, I mean, they pretty much throw you into the action from the get-go. Yeah. And uh, you meet the brutes and the grunts and all the covenant there. Just, 
making sense to me. I don't know what the Covenant are. I thought they just wanted to blow up the planet. <laughs> so I'm just going to kill them. <laughs> so, I mean, I played through that so I don't know how many times. But um, I eventually got Xbox Live, and I finally got to play Halo online. Yeah. And, well, you know, one of the biggest things about it is I actually met three people on there uh, just out of complete randomness through matchmaking. It was started off with this Canadian guy named Riley. We became best friends, like, inseparable on Xbox Live every single Bro, day. Old school, like Call of Duty or Halo, mm-hmm. I mean, those are, like, the best places to meet, like, some of the closest people you end up hanging out with. Yeah, and, <laughs> I mean, it grew from there. It went from Riley to this guy named Daniel in Mississippi. Actually just saw him last November. Went down to Mississippi to see him, so that <laughs> was super cool. Uh, he's actually been up to um, uh, in Kentucky to see, see me, yeah. and we've hung out in Kentucky. Um, another one that he, that Daniel knew was David. He also lived in Mississippi in the same town as he did. Yeah. Well, he actually moved up to Kentucky, lived with, <laughs> lived with my parents for a while when I moved away from school. <laughs> and then, um, he's actually in Kentucky still. And I, I just saw him, it's been a month or two ago at this point. Oh, wow. So, I mean, I still consider them, I don't talk to Canadian anymore. A lot of things has changed in his life. Um, but it's cool. Uh, I miss him to death, but still, yeah. uh, you know, I still cherish the friendship, the memories we had. I know, I get that. I get that, though. Because, I mean, like I was saying, the, with, like, Call of Duty, even with Halo, though. Uh-huh. But, like, with Call of Duty, I know that's where I met some of, like, the best people. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I had a Canadian friend uh-huh. who I played with constantly. I had a guy who played in England. Right. And, like, we would hang out all the time, chat every single night. And we were honestly on two, like, because he was in England. So we were mm-hmm. on two different time zones. And he would get on, and we would play together and talk. And whenever uh, the royal wedding between... I don't even remember what the oldest kid's name is. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever the oldest one. When he got married, the when we were playing Call of Duty, we were in the middle of a search and destroy match. And he goes, hold on, guys. <laughs> I have to go stand out on my balcony <laughs> and wave at the prince and princess now. This is the dumbest shit. <laughs> and he just gets up from his mic, and you just hear nothing. And he j- his character is just standing there the whole time because he has to stand outside and wave at them because it was, like, mandatory for him. I'm like, this is hilarious. That's nuts. But, yeah, it, but you meet some of, like, the coolest people, on, mm-hmm. especially, like, old. But, I mean, nowadays because there's party chats and everything, like, yeah. nobody really talks, like, actual in-game situations. Yeah. So it's, like, hard to find those kinds of friendships now. Like it used to be, but yeah, it's so awkward now. Yeah, it's really it's awkward. So weird, but um, <coughs> but l- you can continue. Oh, yeah, Sorry, I yeah, like diverted yeah. the topic. <laughs> no, no, it's good. Um, I mean, it kind of sticks around there because I mean, we played Halo for so long, like through summers. We I don't know how many years we played through Halo. Yeah, we played years and years on Halo Three, um, and I remember then the oh no, it wasn't that first. Uh, Halo Wars came out. I'm super excited about that, and that kind of touches back on my love for the real-time strategy genre. Yeah. Um, that came out. We played all, all four of us, but uh, we had to divert sometimes because there's only uh, you can only have three to a team. Mm. Um, so we had to work around with that. But I mean, that game was super cool, super you know, uh, not really genre changing, but it was cool to have a console RTS where I loved it, and I didn't have that access to RTSs. Oh yeah. The um, when I, when I started with playing RTSs, it was in 2004 or five with Command and Conquer Generals. <laughs> and I haven't really played since. I played, like, Supreme Commander 2, Universe at War, that were on Xbox 360. 
But then Halo Wars came out, and, I mean, we played that for hours upon hours. We fought, you know, other players. We did against AI bots. Um, and, you know, I I haven't played it in a while, but I still go back to Halo Wars 1 from time to time to play it. Oh, really? And it's, yeah, I mean, it's still refreshing. I mean, it's, for an RTS game, it's pretty well balanced. It's pretty well uh, made. I mean, the only thing that's not super great, in my opinion, is the base building. Um your bases are in set uh, positions. So if you know the map, you know where the enemies spawn. Yeah. And, I mean, there's... Obviously, you can sit there and have long battles if you're smart about it, but it just kind of depends on the luck and everything, what the other pl- players decide, because they can decide to do a rush strategy. If that doesn't work, then you have the chance to go over and just immediately wipe them out. They may not. They may go for a full, more balanced army, and... Um, you would get wiped out by that if you had some kind of focused army. It doesn't. It's kind of hard to uh, put into words, really. Yeah. But I mean, you know, you could play as a covenant for the first time, and well, not for the first time, but uh, you could play as a covenant as a whole faction, um, either from the as from the um, the elites to the brutes. Of course, not first person or anything like that. You had to control their armies. Um, but overall, super good game. Um, and then Halo. One Halo CE uh, remaster came came out. I don't remember what year, like 2014 to 17, somewhere along those years. I can't remember, but it came out on 360. Played for the played through the campaign. I actually played it um, the first playthrough using the OG graphics because I wanted I I wanted to experience what people people saw back in 2001. Yeah. So I shot it through there. It was good. I thought. Obviously, it's an aged game, and it shows still. Because, oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the level design is pretty insanely <laughs> yeah. repetitive. I'm like, damn, I wish this level would just end. I remember playing through the Master Chief Collection on the first one. Uh-huh. The first game was very, like, everything was all one color. There's a lot <laughs> of gray. Yeah. A lot of gray going yeah. on uh-huh. in that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it still is good. I mean, I, it makes sense why it was so popular back then. Yeah. I still hate the flood. Yeah. That was one. I think it, is it that one? I think that one holds my least favorite level of all of Halo that I can think of. That comes to direct memory because uh, it's called the library where you first meet the flood. You have to kind of go through corridors of going like through the same hallways and flood oh are just gosh, constantly yeah, they flood in. Yeah, they're, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just like crowd in and on top of you, and you got to fight them back. And yes. Through a different, yeah. It was. Oh, I agree. Yeah, it was absolutely I terrible. <laughs> I remember that part. Yeah, I dread that level so much. I tried to skip it at all possible. Um, the multiplayer, I played a little bit on it, not too much. I played most of it on Master Chief Collection. It's good. It's. I think it's fun. It's that, good. That's the one thing that I, because I had dropped. I got through the second one. And I, I didn't play the third one. Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, "Well, why don't you? Have you played like multiplayer with anybody?" And I went. Is multiplayer on these? <laughs> I didn't freaking know, and so mm. I was like, that probably would have made the first two games way more enjoyable for me if I could have played through with somebody else just shooting down like everything. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I no. know that. Yeah, the co-op experience or even multiplayer experience is huge. Um, and there was a mod that came out for the first one on Master Chief Collection. I don't think it's active anymore. There was a cursed Halo mod. Mm. You need to look it up at some time. It's insane. Like, I'll I'll go in back into Halo Three a little bit because we actually just played through it not too long ago. But um, when the Master Chief Collection came out, I jumped into Halo Two, um, and I know a lot of people said that was the best one ever. 
I would have to disagree. I think three is the best one, but obviously I hold a lot of biases yeah, in multiple ways. First one. first one, met my best friends on there, you know. Yeah. Um, it was still super good, and the, the remaster of it is absolutely stunning. I think it's very, 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 very good. I also play that on the OG graphics as well, so oh. <laughs> I played through it multiple times. It was it was good. Um, I heard that it, the game was actually supposed to be longer, um, but they had to make cuts or something like that. I was... I kind of wish they went ahead and just made it super long for no reason, because um, I feel like not that it, not that it's missing anything, but I feel like they could have added a lot more and it would just made everything so much better. Yeah. Um, but it was you know the highlight of that for me was um, not even the multiplayer. I I haven't played too much of that multiplayer at all. It's probably my least played multiplayer, ironically, even though it's the best one apparently. Um. But the best part of that campaign was probably when the Covenant kind of go into the Civil War and you go in as Master Chief um, and you get to see the Brutes and Elites fight each other. I thought that was kind of crazy. Yeah, I, li- I like that a lot. I think that was cool to watch them fight. I really like talking about Halo. <laughs> I was sitting there and I was like, God, my third one kind of sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and like I only picked it because I wanted something else. But now in my head, I've thought of like so many different franchise that I like more than <laughs> this one. I'm still going to keep this one to talk about it, but I've thought about so many different ones in my head now. Because, like, Dead Space, the Dead Space trilogy, uh-huh. fucking awesome. <laughs> I, like, thought about that one. I thought about, uh, what else did I think about? Dang. There was another one. You said you were talking about Halo, and I can't remember what it was, but was it I, like, you could continue what you're saying about <laughs> Halo, but, like, I thought about, like, three different franchise <laughs> like, I like more than this one. Why am I talking about this one now? Okay. Just, r- just write it down. What do you think about Doom, though? What do you thought about Halo? I haven't played Doom. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. We we had that talk before. But Dead Space is what I... Fir- it was the first one I thought about because mm-hmm. I was thinking about... You were talking about The Flood, and I uh-huh. really just started uh. thinking about, like, Dead Space. And uh-huh. then, like, Dead Space 3, you talked about multiplayer. Dead Space 3 had, was, like, their first one with multiplayer. Uh-huh. And... Dead Space 3 was the first one I actually played. Mm, okay. And the multiplayer in that game was the funnest <laughs> shit in my entire life. I don't mean to, like, off-track the Halo talk <laughs> for a minute, but, like, just, like, going through it with, like, another person. Because one person played the main character of Dead Space. The other guy was just another guy. He was mm-hmm. just, like, a, a cop that was, like, along with you. But, like... This second player had their own freaking story going on the whole time. Wow. Because I played the second player, uh-huh. and what I saw, the first player who I was playing with, one of my old friends that I used to play with all the time, uh-huh. he could never see what I saw. Like, I would see, like, a happy birthday banner, like, randomly <laughs> across in corridors, and I was like, bro, what is this happy birthday <laughs> banner doing here? And then I would see people walking across in, like, long corridors, and I would freak out because mm-hmm. it was a scary game. Yeah. And I'm not going to spoil it because it's very – if I, like, go too deep into it. But it was, like, crazy to me, like, how they had two different storylines going on with it. And so, like – I know, like, Halo probably didn't really do that, but mm-hmm. just, like, playing alongside somebody on, like, a main story game yeah, is so much fun. Like, just – because you can bounce off of each other and keep it enjoyable while – still completing, like, the main line of the game and not getting, like, overly frustrated because you feel like you're overwhelmed. But yeah. I mean... Yeah, I'm upset that I didn't say Dead Space now, but... We'll keep right down while I'm talking. I still have a little bit to go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, but with Halo, though, I mean, you know, mentioned multiplayer. Like, the co-op campaign didn't bounce off of each other, but the story itself, um, especially in Halo 2, you would go between Master Chief and the Arbiter mm-hmm. when they were actually enemies. 
Um, so the arbiter had a because one of them, and like one of them, they're friend, like they become allies. Uh, right? Yeah, that was like three. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, with Halo Two and on the arbiter, like the arbiter had to go on like, um, basically uh, missions that the prophet set for him of the covenant, and he had to go kill like uh, people who spoke out against the prophets. Um, I'm trying to think of what all the things that he did, but. Um, it kind of led up to Arbiter realizing that the prophets actually are delusional, and the rings are the Halo rings, which is what Halo is centered off of. Obviously, is actually a mega super weapon that will kill all sentient life in the universe to in order to kill the flood because the oh. flood has to starve basically in order to die permanently. You gotta protect the ring. No, you gotta destroy. Well, you end up having to destroy the ring because. I don't. Yeah. I honestly don't know. I know nothing about it besides the giant ring planet <laughs> or whatever. Well, I mean, if you had it on the first two halos, if you protected the ring, well, the first halo, I should say, if you protected the ring, it would fire and everything that had a life in it would die. It would kill all life. Oh. Essentially, humans, covenant, everybody. Um, so the flood could die. Um, but of course, you destroy the ring, the first halo. Flood don't die. No one dies, really. I honestly, for whatever reason, my head thought that the ring was in every single Halo game. It's not in two. I'll get back into that. It's not <laughs> in two, though. It's not in two. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I was just like, I can't. It's the only one I remember is the ring in the planet. Yeah, I mean, I'll, get, I'll touch on the other ones. Uh, there's not really that many rings in the actual uh, games, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. That's all I remember. <laughs> well, um... So you get through two, you know, Master Chief does his thing, killing Covenant, killing the Flood. Uh, his whole mission is just to stop one of the prophets because there's three prophets. Um, so he kills one of the prophets uh, pretty much. That's really his story in the most part. There's more to it, but it's not that deep. To me, it's not. Um, you get back to Halo 3. It's like I said, you start off and you meet the Arbiter again, but it turns out he's on the human side. Yeah. Actually... It turns out, as you go on later, the Covenant split completely through their Civil War. So the elites, which are the dinosaur-looking aliens, split off and are actually sided with the humans now to fight the Brutes, which are the, the ape-looking guys. Um, and so you have the humans and elites on your side throughout that um, game. Of course, the Flood are still present, and they actually invade Earth. And you have to... Um, I think you mainly... You mainly start off fighting off the Covenant, the Brute Covenant, um, off of the Earth, but then turns out the Flood invade, <laughs> and then you have to, like, okay, change of plans. We need to get rid of the Flood now. <laughs> um, and through that, through some complications, you actually go through um, a slip space at the Covenant start, the Brute Covenant start, and you go to uh, a new Halo. It's under construction. Yeah, that's the second ring <laughs> in <laughs> Halo 3. <laughs> so... You um, you basically uh, to kind of sum it up. Uh, you're hesitant to start up the ring because you know it will wipe out all of okay. life. Yeah, or life. Yeah. Yeah, but um, the flood have gotten so bad, and they're basically just about to go ahead and, you know, it's it's set in stone that they're going to wipe out humanity. The Earth is going to be gone. Um, and so you decide to fire the ring. Um, well, the you there's. Huh? Nothing. I just made a bad joke. Oh. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, then brings a fourth faction. Which are, it's basically, they're called the Monitor. It's basically like robots. They like fly robots. And they're not, they're not that significant, but basically they built the rings. 
they're in charge of the rings. They can shoot the rings. Yeah. Um, and you know, he, there's this one called three, four, three, um, which was in Halo one and three, um, going through that, he kind of tries to convince you that the rings needs to be fired. Master chief and arbiter agree because the flood obviously need to die. But the problem is that the ring wasn't complete. It was still, um, in construction or repair mode. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, and um, basically there you just had to – you just basically agreed to fire the ring, and the monitor was like, you can't right now. It's going to take – I don't know how long he said, but uh, it, was t- it would take too much time to rebuild it. Um, so you go to fire the rings. Monitor gets mad. He starts, at- he starts attacking the chief and uh, kills Sergeant Johnson. <laughs> but you still get to fire the ring, and luckily enough, the ring does the job, kills the flood, and uh, blows itself up, and Earth doesn't die, <laughs> nor does the Covenant on the Elite side. Um, that's really the kind of gist of it, not too deep, I guess. But the multiplayer on Halo 3 was easily the best for me because it had such a dynamic custom games mode. Yeah. Um, we actually spent the least amount of time matchmaking on there going competitive play. We would play custom games such as Fat Kid, mm-hmm. Ice Cream Man, uh, there are so many other ones. I mean, it's just all random stuff, all random yeah. mini games that you could do, and they were so fun. It really made the summer of my childhood <laughs> just that much better. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> absolutely fantastic. I won't, and of course, there's like other Halos, like Halo Reach, which was fantastic as a prequel to even Halo CE. Halo Five. <laughs> Halo Five. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't have to well, get into, you don't have I to won't. Get into it. <laughs> no, say, there's Halo Four. It's fine now. At first, I hated it. Multiplayer still sucks. But Halo Five was the one where it wasn't Master Chief, right? So there was Master was Chief it. in it, but it was like another. It was Spartan, Spartan. Locke. Ah, okay. It was advertised that Chief went kind of went rogue. Locke was sent to kill the Chief. Wasn't like that at all. And oh. the story was garbage. The <laughs> structure of it was garbage. Oh my gosh, we don't have to get into it. <laughs> I'm I'm not getting any deeper. I'm not getting any deeper. The multiplayer was actually good. And okay. then now we have uh, we had Halo There's Wars. Like a new one, right? Yeah, we had Halo Infinite. Okay. And we had Halo Wars 2 before that. It's good. It's not as good as the first Halo Wars, I don't think. It's good on its own. But Halo Infinite, I just finished a campaign not too long ago. It is solidly okay. Solidly okay. It's better than 4. Way better than 5. Nowhere close to Halo Reach 1, 2, 3, ODST. I didn't mention ODST, but that's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, or Halo Wars. But Halo, it's such like a massive thing and like i mean obviously it makes sense why this is like in your top because i think like Uh anybody who's played the halo games will constantly say like how much they've loved Uh like the old school halo and Mm -hmm. like how different like halo kind of is now versus like what it was (coughs) and i do think that's pretty insane how because it it was an xbox exclusive yeah i mean i guess it was on the pc as well yeah um but like just how massive of a game that was and like it could have honestly overtaken Call of Duty mm-hmm. at a time. Yeah. But I think because, like, they stuck to that, like, exclusive on Xbox thing and it could only be on Xbox and PC, that, like, they didn't get that much hype as Call of Duty did because Call of Duty was like, well, we're on all consoles. Everybody could play it. And so you had the PlayStation people who didn't want to get on Xbox to play Halo. Mm-hmm. So they just would play Call of Duty and. Obviously, Call of Duty has taken over the world. Yeah, unfortunately. Even though <laughs> the new one is not, not good. very good. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
if Bungie still developed Halo, I feel like that could have came true. Because um, I know Bungie did like Destiny. Yeah. De- Destiny one was really fun. Destiny two. They kind of fumbled the bag there on Destiny 2. But. If you want to know more about that, just ask my friends from Mississippi how much I despise Destiny as a series. Oh, really? I Ooh. I liked it, but I absolutely hate it now. It, it's it's too RNG, and somehow my RNG was repetitive. I got It's basically one of the raids that happened just to get short with it. There was a sniper that you get by chance, but there was other things you get by chance. Yeah. I don't know how many times we went through that raid, but we went through it. All the time, and I got the same sniper every single every time. single time. While everybody else is getting cool stuff, I think there was like one or two times I got something different, and they were like skins. Yeah, and I was like, I That's liked awesome. it, but a lot of time, especially with like the newer ones, <coughs> like it felt like a lot of you just pay to win type of situation where uh, okay boxes and everything. It, from like memory, I didn't uh-huh. like the second one nearly as much as the first one. I liked the first one a lot, and I liked what the first one did, and everything but the second one was just it was they fumbled the bag hard on that second uh, from what i heard is it's better now than what it was like they've done a lot to change it but it mm-hmm. wasn't when i remember playing it when it first released i did not enjoy it but. well tell you what just to end it off there bungie is still way better of a developer studio than 343 is you should is that who does halo now yeah so there is a video on youtube i don't remember i think it's by I think the YouTube channel is like Sunny or something like that. You can find it. You look at Moist Critical. He has a reaction video on it. Moist Critical. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, three four three has flopped. Like Halo Infinite could have been absolutely so fantastic. At one point, I don't remember the numbers, but their all time high, like on launch or the launch week, was like hundreds of thousands of players. I think it was close to. I remember there was a lot of people looking forward to the game. Yeah. And I felt like it died out like it, really quick. It it was I think it's coming back up now because they finally released Forge, but they've cut so many promised features. Like they promised a feature coming and they stopped it. They're like, yeah, we can't do it anymore. It's kind of like that uh, one game. Uh, what was it called? Anthem. I can't remember. Oh, Anthem. Anthem. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> We're like, it was promised so many things, mm-hmm. and then it dropped, and it had none of the things that they said they was gonna have. There, there was a TikTok I saw the other day. It was about Anthem. Some guy said Anthem's like one seventy one dollar seventy nine cents, and this dude said, "Yeah, still too damn much." Yeah, because <laughs> it's like it could have been so great. Yeah, like, they put all their money into it. They totally were like, "Yeah, fuck Apex." Yeah, because like at the time they had that Apex and this. Yeah, and. They were like, let's just put all of our money into Anthem. We'll mm-hmm. leave Apex behind. Mm-hmm. But then Apex is what did really good, and Anthem just sucked because they promised all these things that they could not fulfill. Mm-hmm. And I never got Anthem, and I'm glad I didn't. Because I, re- I was looking forward to it. Yeah, I thought it was going to be really good, but of course, with EA games, you have to be careful because you never know what they're going to do. Just don't pre-order in general. <laughs> exactly. You never know how they're actually going to turn out. Yeah. Um, but you want me to hop into my next yeah. one? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do this one short and sweet. Okay. I'm not going to go too deep into it because I don't really have anything for <laughs> it. And I Like I said, I just put it on here, and then I started thinking of so many other ones. Yeah. But I have Grand Theft Auto as my third one, and it's just because I remember playing Vice City as a kid. Okay. And I love Vice City. I've actually played through it again recently. I think the story for most of the GTA games are very much samey for the most part. Uh-huh. But I've always enjoyed them. I like the characters that you kind of meet. I always think the characters are super goofy and, <laughs> and cool to mess with. And just like, obviously, gameplay is 
pretty much copy and paste mm-hmm. between games. But I think the thing that I like the most about this, and I'm hoping that eventually we get a GTA 6 soon. I mm-hmm. really hope we do. Yeah. <coughs> I liked that they turned it from, you know, obviously the story-driven thing to more of a story-driven online thing. And I'm hoping with GTA 6 we kind of get more of a story-driven online kind of situation. But that's, like, obviously better than what GTA Online is now. Okay. Um. Because, I mean, they're obviously wanting to not make GTA 6 because so many people are still playing GTA Online to this day. Yeah, somehow. And, like, forking money over to, like, get new tanks, to get new weapons, to get all these new vehicles and everything, and, like, do the new heists and all this stuff. And, of course, they're giving it all for free, but then you have to pay real money Mm -hmm. to buy the items. And so it's like, why would they make a new game when GTA Online is doing perfectly fine? But I would like to see GTA 6 come out soon, and I would love to see it more of, like, the online kind of aspect, but don't do so much of, like, the... Because GTA Online is very much pay to win. Yeah. Because you can basically pay to get the a card, one of the shark cards, <laughs> uh-huh. to get a tank, to mm-hmm. get a helicopter, to get whatever you want. Even if you're not that level, you can still buy it. Yeah. And so it's like... Okay, this guy. After a while, it kind of started to suck. When you first came out, I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was great, and I really enjoyed it. But then you started getting hackers in the game, and I was like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. And, like, I haven't gotten on it in a very long time, so I don't know if it's any better than what it was. The missions feel, like, the online missions didn't feel all that great and everything. But, like I was saying, but with the <coughs> with GTA in, in general as a franchise, I love their story. I, I love the stories that they've created. I love the characters that they made. GTA 5 was by far one of the better ones. I don't think it's as good as San Andreas was. Okay. But GTA 5, the fact that you could swap between three different characters was uh-huh. so unique. And I loved Trevor. I loved Michael. <laughs> I loved um, Connor. No. Franklin. Franklin. <laughs> Connor? <laughs> I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> yeah, Franklin. Um, I loved all three of those characters so much like they were just so unique and like their stories and their backgrounds are all so different but then you had like uh michael and um what's the crackhead's name trevor trevor who were like obviously connected via the past and uh-huh. so you, it's kind of i like just how the story is overfolded like have folded out and everything and like you get like mentions in those from like to past games because like i'm pretty sure they mentioned somebody in like vice city taking over and everything which would be from the vice city game Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff and just the characters and everything and like i said i don't really have very much for this but and after we started talking (laughs) i started thinking of so many different ones that i was like i didn't want to pick another playstation exclusive so the first one i thought about was gta Uh uh-huh and now I'm like, I should have picked another <laughs> one. I, had, I could have picked another one that I liked so much more than GTA. But I do I do like GTA as a franchise. I wouldn't say it's my top three mm. now that I've thought about so many other things. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, we'll move on to your last one. Okay. Uh, before I get there, I will say I've only played Grand Theft Auto Five. That was my first one. Oh, really? I was not allowed to play the other ones. Yeah, that, that's fair. No, it's not. Stop. Stop it. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't allowed to play them until I got older. 
See, Once I, I got into high school, I was allowed to play the other ones. I wasn't supposed to until I was 18, but <laughs> whenever I was 16 and <laughs> 5 came out, I literally went, like, politics mode. I was, like, talking to my mom. I was like, listen. My dad. Okay, so my mom hated GTA. <laughs> she hates it so much. It was a burning crap. She thought it was an awful game. Uh-huh. And uh, my dad would play it, though. And, oh. And he had to keep, because it was on PlayStation 2, uh-huh. he had to keep the disc in the case. Oh in their gosh. bedroom, in a separate spot, <laughs> and he could only play it at night after I went to bed. Oh my gosh! My mom knew that I would want to play it because it was just a uh-huh. video game, and I just wanted to play video games. I didn't even know what was going on half the time when I would watch. If I would like catch him playing it, I yeah. had no idea what was going on. Right. But it was the fact that they like would shoot cops and like steal cars, uh-huh. have sex with hookers. <laughs> they were, like, his mom was like, "No, no, no, he cannot play that." And I, I mean, I get it. Sure. But. I don't think I was going to turn out bad. No. I mean, I started playing it when I turned, like, 17, I think, was when GTA Five came out. I can't remember when it came out exactly. Yeah. Maybe I was 18. When did it come out? But then, and then I played all the other ones. Because I remember seeing Vice City. So uh-huh. I was like, I'm going to play Vice City. And I played it, and then I played GTA Four, and then I played San Andreas. I never played the first two because the first two were more top-down, uh-huh. crappy-looking <laughs> right. things. Mm. Uh, but, you know, I loved... From Vice City on, I really like the story and kind of the gameplay of that. So, yeah, yeah. and just stealing cars and driving around, crashing into people, <laughs> throwing people out of moving vehicles. Fair enough. It's still fun. I like it, but yeah, I don't know. we'll see. <laughs> also, like the glitches that you can do on GTA Online. A lot of them don't work anymore, though. Yeah, I know they patched a lot of them here recently. Yeah, they don't want people doing all that. So dumb. Gross. Um. Do you want me to move on to my yeah my first my top one? Is your last one what I think it is? Uh, we'll see. I'll say it and you just tell me. Oddworld. Yep, <laughs> that's it. Yep, my number <laughs> I've one. I've never played this game. Okay, so there's but multiple I, you, games. You talk about it all the time. <sighs> yeah, because I love it yeah, so much. I'm I'm awful. Um, but yeah, the my top one is Oddworld. It's the franchise there. Um, there's not much to go into it really. They so the first is one came out. Is and it kind of like a two D platformer? Yeah. Like point is it not? It's not point and click, right? No, it's a two D platformer. Um, it came out on the PS one. It came, the first one came out in nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. Is PlayStation exclusive. I told you, <laughs> <laughs> I had a PlayStation <laughs> one and two. <laughs> but no, I mean it's on Steam now. You can actually still get it. Oh really? Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. and it goes on sale every once in a while. It gets super cheap. I mean, <coughs> yeah. But, you know, think going back on it as a kid, I played it all the time. It's goofy. It's silly. It's all about, like, aliens. Because it, it, is it kind of like like a puzzle type of game where yeah. you have to, like, stra- strategize and, like, collect, like, other odd world creatures? <laughs> or the other guys. I can't remember what they're called. Yeah. So, <coughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of like that. Because, like, so, for one thing, the games are actually extremely dark. Like, they have oh. very, very dark themes to them. Interesting. As they a don't kid, look like it. No. <laughs> it's like seeing the goofy guy with, like, his mouth. Yeah. Switched, I was like, this guy is just weird. I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, no, it is absolutely goofy, but it is super dark. It is one of the darkest series, probably, depending on how you go through it. Yeah, so wow. starting off with the first game, not to go too deep, but basically you work at a meat factory, and not just work, though. You and your race are enslaved. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> you're not slaves. just working. Um, and the corporate executives there have wiped out most of the species on Oddworld from their meat processing. 
and they make like goofy little snacks. Like there's like it's called scrap cakes and paramite pies. So goofy. Interesting. Yeah, and basically you play as Abe. He's a Mudokin. That's the race they're called. And uh, basically you sneak into one of the board meetings and listen in on them. And because their products are dying out, they're like, we need to find a new meat so source. They start using the Mudokins called Mudokin Pops. They're going to turn them into popsicles. Oh <laughs> yeah. So you figure oh that one God. out. <laughs> yeah. So you figure it out. <coughs> and uh, mind you, this is actually all a prelude. Whenever you actually start, start, you're already captured. You're like, I got caught by the meanest boss in the world. The meanest boss is named Moloch. And it's his race is a Gluckin. They're freaky. They're tall, Gluckin. slender dudes, no arms, but they have tall legs. Or no, that sounds really weird. It yeah. sounds very similar to the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not, not that bad. <laughs> but <laughs> no, no, no. Listen. There's, and they take slaves. Okay, that actually Listen. makes – never thought of it that way. That actually makes a lot of sense. Holy crap. <laughs> Maybe we should cut this part. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's a, it's a good 2D platformer. The first game is brutal. It's pretty hard. I mean, the checkpoint system is not pretty forgiving. Pretty sparse. Yeah. I mean, That's it, what the problem is with some of those old games is checkpoints are so far. Yeah, I mean, it's inconsistent. That's the problem. Like, yeah. there's points where you're like, oh, okay. And then there's other points where I'm like, where is it at? Yeah, like we where have to do it again. Well, you don't know when you hit it. Oh. Yeah, you don't know when the checkpoint is unle- until you die. And you're like, oh, here's huh. a checkpoint. Yeah. And then you like end up like four hours back from where you were at. <laughs> Not that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's cool, though, because like it's, it, you know, it sounds basic on paper. It looks basic. But you have like a, a dynamic to um, speak to your fellow Madokans because you're trying to help them escape. And there's 99 of them. You have to get them to escape. Okay. Um, and you can do that through talking to them. You can basically just say, hello, follow me downfall is you can only make one of them follow you at a time in the first oh. game uh, yeah and there's sometimes three to four just depends um so you have to like go back and forth kind of situation yeah Oof. yeah it's not terrible though i mean it's not the worst thing and like usually your main enemies you have to deal with are called sligs they are just basically guards who have machine guns and you're one shot kill everything oh. you're one hit one no matter hit what everything. yeah okay. yeah and you have to go like you have to make puzzle uh, you go through puzzles with uh, mines just bombs you can deactivate um, you can pick up stuff to throw in some parts it's very scripted or you know very inserted I should say yeah um, and there's also wildlife you have to avoid when you get down to further levels um, there are like dog looking things you have to deal with the actual scrap uh, yeah scrabs and paramites the scrabs are pretty cool they kind of look like an octopus in a way it's with four legs it's super weird um, and then the paramites literally look like um, little creatures that have like a, a hand that does like like a hand pointing towards you motion um, and they run in packs it's it's kind of deep in a way but um, the coolest part about it is you can kind of choose of what you do you can choose to kill your buddies no matter you know anyway you can make them fall off a cliff run into a bomb possess a slig because that's one of your powers you can possess enemies huh. and you can actually make them shoot their guns and you can kill other slags or you can kill your friends it's up to you. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And <laughs> it's even cooler because, and it's super weird with it being such an old game. It You can actually choose, you know, depending on, you have to save, I think, 50 to get the good ending. So if you save less than 50, you get the bad ending. And the, the bad endings are so dark <laughs> on oh. every game. Yeah, it is nuts. Um, so is all of them, like, you have to save, like, this quantity and then you get, like, one of the two endings? Yeah, pretty much. I know the first one, you do get a perfect ending. 
it's not that special. It's cool, I guess, once you see it for the first time. So does like the story like actually continue to and progress continue? Y- yeah. Um. So then you get to Abe's Exodus. It can play. I think it's on the PlayStation One, but you can play it on the PlayStation Two as well. It came out in 1998, the year I was born. <laughs> oh gee. Yeah. It does. It's basically the same thing. Your possession gains more powers. The game is longer, better. You actually, you actually have a, a quick save system, so you can make your own checkpoints. Oh, Very that's nice. helpful. That is yeah. <laughs> and I might play these. This sounds pretty interesting. If I, I kind of like it. I mean, I would let you play it. I mean, it's it's so fun. I love them. They're my favorite. It's my first video games of all time. So that's why they're so cherished How to me. How many are there? So there's uh, Abe's Odyssey, Abe's Exodus, Munch's Odyssey, Stranger's Wrath, and then they just released Oddworld Soulstorm. I knew there was like a newer one. Yeah, it came out, I guess, two years ago at this point. Yeah, um, not the same year. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but I mean, you know, the the first two games are pretty much the same, except for the second one is perfect. It is. Yeah, it's perfect. Down to the minute details. <laughs> 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 it is no, it's it's super great. It's my favorite one, favorite video game of all time. Um, then they get to Munch. It goes to. It was on the OG Xbox. Is that actually a, um, Xbox exclusive? It's a 3D. Xbox exclusive. I know. <laughs> it's uh, but no, it was um, a 3D, a 3D platformer. It was yeah. They changed it up a little bit, and you could co- you could control this character called Munch. They call them Gabbits. They're basically aquatic creatures, but they can go on land too. And they added a new race called um, Fuzzles. They're they're cannibals. They're literally oh balls. Of, they're they're literally balls of hair. But if you get them to like, if you tell them to attack or trigger them, they like their teeth sharpen all into fangs and they attack. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Um, also, they have a certain limit to where you can save um, or kill or whatever, and it depends. You know, it it changes your outcome whether the good ending or bad, bad ending. ending. That bad ending, I think, is the worst oh. as far as darkness. It is. It is nasty dark. Like it is just disturbing. Interesting. Stranger's Wrath. I don't really. I haven't gotten through that much of that one. I like it. I just haven't sat down and gone through it. You can't really affect the the ending that I've seen. Um, but it's third person, first person shooter, kind of more of a adventure bounty hunter game. It's it's cool. It's 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 a new style. So, you know, lastly, Soulstorm just came out. Hardest game of the series. Oh really? Absolutely insanity! I about pull out my eyeballs. At, oh, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll play these all on stream. <laughs> uh, if I played Soulstorm on stream, I would probably have to end it very, very soon. <laughs> no, I mean it, it's super hard, but it. The thing I don't like about it, their intention was to rewrite Exodus into Soulstorm. Oh. Exodus is superior to Soulstorm because, yeah, it's you know I don't want to go into it that deep, but they're all good games. Still you my said favorite. They're all on uh, Steam or just the first two. So Soulstorm, I guess. Odyssey, Exodus, Munches, Strangers are all on Steam. Soulstorm is also on Steam now. It started on Epic, but it's all on Steam now. So yeah. I might I might check those out and play them a little bit. They do sound pretty interesting. I don't know if I would get that far into the <laughs> franchise and play all of them, but. I might play at least the first two, get yeah. to the second one, and actually see if I like it. Yeah. <coughs> Make sure you get a controller to work for your PC for the I first got, two. I got a PlayStation controller. Is it the four or five? Oh, so the four works with it? 
It works on the PC. Okay. Well, I didn't know yeah, if a 5 did. I don't know if the 5 does it, and I haven't tried it out. If it does, let me know. I want to get a 5 controller. I want to get a 5. Well, I have a 5 controller. <laughs> but I wanted to before then, but I wasn't, I wasn't sure if it would work. But, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll try it out and let you know. Okay. Um. But, yeah, those are... Those are my top two in the Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> those are Colin's top three and a half. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I do love all these games and all these franchises. I think they've basically helped form my childhood and what Same. I've done throughout <laughs> growing up and as an into adulthood. And they're definitely games that I think, as especially when my son gets older, I'm like, hey, try out this game. <laughs> Look at this game I have for you. Play it. Imagine if I make my kid try to play Abe's Odyssey <laughs> with its pixelated <laughs> 1997. <laughs> well, I can't even imagine trying to play, like, the 2002 Ratchet Clank <laughs> game. Oh, my God. Remember playing that? It's terrible graphics. It, you can barely tell what was going on half the time. Oh, God. Uh. But uh, if you guys have, like, some favorite games, make sure you email me at uh, outloud not, or outloud awkwardpod at gmail.com you follow me on my socials uh, Instagram and Twitter which are out loud awkward on Instagram and Twitter <laughs> I don't know what else to say there. <laughs> I always get fuzzled at this end because Christian's supposed to do it dang it puzzles from Munch's Odyssey yeah um, but other than that I think that's all we really have I hope y'all did enjoy the episode Thank you for coming on, Colin. We'll definitely have to do this again, hopefully with the Star Wars one next time. Yes. We kind of got into Star Wars talk there at the beginning, <laughs> and I was really enjoying it. We were going back and forth for a minute. We'll get there. <coughs> I just know sure. I'd like to solve the puzzle. <laughs> solve the puzzle. <laughs> all right, you guys. So I hope you all are having a great day. hope you have an amazing rest of the one. Make sure you check out my streams every Tuesdays, Thursdays. Uh, and like I said, these episodes are going to be more bi-weekly now until I can get more of a stable schedule to do more full-time again. But I hope you all did enjoy. I'll catch you all in the next one. Bye. Peace out.